You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey, the Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's Daily Fantasy. It's Wednesday the 17th, and we are ready to rock and roll. We're going to take a look back real quick at yesterday's action. We'll look ahead on today's slate from the DFS and the little betting side as well. Chris Meany, how the hell are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's nice to talk with you again, as always, and yes. another slate to to break down for baseball. You know, yesterday was an interesting day. It was good. I mean, the Cubs it won was... again. We were telling people to hammer the Cubs on the road against we Miami. Did. We doubled down. We let it ride on the Cubs, and I got I got a feeling, Chris. Oh, I might just let it ride again. I'm just you, you got to. I jumped on them last night, Joe, at minus 133. I think they're already at near minus 170. So, I mean, the public is is all over, but it's warranted. Uh, you know, yesterday was an interesting day. You know, um, you know Strasburg was rolling for a little bit, and then he, he got lit up. But Quintana was the guy that we liked right off the hop with some value. And um, it's two straight starts. It's actually been three really good starts for him. He's had one bad one in Milwaukee. And that's just a trend I think that's going to continue all year for opposing pitchers. And, you know, you mentioned the Strasburg thing. I, I would say if I was going to pick a theme so far in April DFS, it would be these top-end, high-expensive 10K and up pitchers. Just just way too much underperformance in them. This oh, is a general hole. I mean, I'm, I'm talking the Aaron Nolas, the Chris Sales, the, you know, the Strasburgs. Overall, even some of the Indians guys too, Carrasco, the Klubers, everybody, there has been such an incredible amount of early just negative in terms of value on those big time arms early on that really it's made a lot more sense to go into that you know nine eight seven range and find the best matchup there like Colin McHugh last night who was our other favorite pitcher McHugh and Quintana carried me in every cash game I won every cash game I didn't I uh, didn't hit the pay lines in my tournament lineups so I missed it by a couple but every cash game those two guys just carried me over yeah, absolutely. Same. And I'm a cash game player. And, and I think, you know, what I've noticed too, I've also noticed what you've said and, you know, looking at some of the top pitchers, you know, in just terms of season long fantasy, I mean, I'm looking at right now, like, like sale and Kluber guys, you mentioned Nola Carrasco, Walker Bueller on the Hill today, Flaherty, all Hell, these guys are not even right. in that mix too. He's had two back-to-back starts too, that weren't very good. Non-quality right? variety. And the third highest hard hit rate in baseball with DeGrom, and that's so weird. Like 53% of the time, this guy's getting hit hard. It's, it's crazy to me. That's up with Jose Arena, our boy. But, yeah, a lot of these pitchers are, are, are ranked well over outside the top 200 overall in fantasy. So it's kind of made me want to play a little bit more on FanDuel because I just have to pick the one pitcher. I spend down, spend up on my bats. I mean, Freddie Freeman didn't hit a home run yesterday, but if you're all over the Braves and just attacking – Robbie Ray, I mean, you had success. Albies went deep. Um, Acuna went deep. So it was, it was, yeah, I mean, spend up, I think, early on these bats until these big-time pitchers start to come around. Yeah, it's just not worth it, and that's in the cash games too. I mean, there's just – there's play. look, you know, the Quintana was, was definitely a cash game play last night. I mean, that, that, was, a, that was an easy, affordable lock for points. And, and, look, let's get at yesterday before we move on to today. And, of course, we're going to take ourselves to task. There's things we got wrong, which we will absolutely take ourselves to task on. We are not going to be that DFS show that's like, 
well, we were right anyway, but even though it didn't happen. You know, no. <laughs> yeah. At the end, it's results. There's no right. participation trophies here on this podcast. That's not what this show is called, okay? It's not called participation trophies. If it doesn't work out, it's our fault, and we have to look at it and realize why. And, yeah, there might have been some good knowledge behind it, but at the end, it's all about results. And if it doesn't result, then it was wrong. So, boom, there. See that? See, that's what it. real men do. Love it. All right. Anyway, let's go on here. So the uh, looks like Chris Sale continues to struggle. Zero and four, eight five ERA there. Uh, Paxson though, a nice start from him. So well, the Yankee Nation, a nice, uh, a nice inhale and exhale moment for them for sure. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm kind of glad that Boyd wasn't on that slate because even though he pitched well, he didn't get the win. But another good start for Boyd. So keep that in mind. We did talk about how good he's been. He was good again. Quality start. Did not get the W. Unfortunate. Not his fault. You already mentioned the Strasburg game, so we're going to move on from that one. Uh, look, the Mets and Phillies. I mean, we were on the Pavetta side of this one. He ended up getting the win. Uh, but Matt's man, did he get lit up in this uh, one. What? Like, uh, I've never seen anything like that before. I mean, the guy didn't well, even get Jason it out. Vargas a couple days. <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess. Again, but... He just walked the ballpark. So that's a little different, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he didn't get one out. Four hits, yep. eight runs, six yep. earned, a couple errors hurt him. But did you, did um, you hear the call yeah. for Dallas Keuchel? Could you hear like, all the mess oh. trying to dial the phone? For, yes, the absolutely. back of this rotation is uh, falling apart right now. Ramuto finally had you know his coming out party with yeah. five RBIs and a home run. He's been a steal on Fanduel. I mean Franco again. We just I think we mentioned him every single day. The Phillies play. He had a home run. Interesting. Segura came out of that lineup with a hamstring injury, and Hoskins didn't play. So I mean, keep an eye on the. On when that, when on you're that a major league baseball player, I mean, I know, in Little League, they have the mercy rule, right? Yeah. Ten runs. And I know yeah. everything can happen. I know it was only the first inning, but it was ten runs in the first <laughs> inning. You know, those guys are like, oh, the next three hours of my life is going to suck. <laughs> like, no, it's like, because you're a competitive person, you know you're in such a hole. And I know there's those great moments where, oh, my God, they come back and they tie it. It goes to extras or whatever. Yeah. I've seen it happen. But still, I, I mean, 90% of the time, this is just like game over. It's it's yeah. got to be so deflating. I wouldn't mind the mercy rule after six innings if you're up by ten runs. Yeah, I mean, maybe it have the it. bullpen at this point saves everybody. Yeah, it does. It saves early travel. Go home, go to bed. I mean, you're down fifteen runs. It <laughs> like just shut <laughs> her like, down. On, I mean, when it's eight good. nothing in the first inning with no outs and against that Phillies offense, you know, um, you know, you're in trouble, and the mindset has to be. No, not good. Not, not good. What was good was Jose Quintana, that's for sure. Ooh, so good. So good. So man. many shutout innings, so many strikeouts. Delicious. Love it. Uh, Tyler Glasnow was our favorite cash game pitcher, and wouldn't you know it, he got the W. So good for you, Tyler. Uh, way, way, to, way to do a good job yesterday. Uh, we continue to go down here uh, and looking through. Look, I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing. You know, we were kind of away a little bit on the Brewers because of Flaherty, because we like Flaherty a lot, but Christian Yelich just – he just murders the St. Louis Cardinals this year. It is, it's getting out of control, man. It's unbelievable. I mean, I don't, I mean, you just might as well walk him at this point. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Like, what are you doing? Game one of the season, home run, game two, home run, game three, home run, game four, home run. And then game five, three home runs, three home runs. And then yesterday, home run, one home run. (laughs) Are you kidding me with this guy? He's got seven home runs against the Cardinals this year. It's, it's eight. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. It, it really is. He's absolutely. Yeah, he's on a tear. He's going to be up. You know, there was a point I saw last year with Mookie Betts, who's up near the $6,000 mark on DraftKings. Mike Trout has been there. I mean, it's only a matter of time here, honestly, with, you know, Yelich that he's going to get to that point. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. Now, here, here's the thing. Now, uh, people can say, well, you know, you're, you're, you're work for the company, so therefore, you know, you want to push the product. Okay. 
I'll, here you go. Everybody who thinks that, listen up. All right, this is, our, this is our story time. This is our time where we like to gather by the fire and sit down and tell a little story. So yesterday, uh, the number two pitcher on the LineStar app in terms of return on investment value was Mike Miner. How did Mike Miner do ding, yesterday, ding, Chris? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, this guy had a complete game shutout. Yeah, and I wonder what the what was the ownership percentage of Mike Miner? Yeah, you know, it wasn't high. In and this is something to keep an eye on going forward too. I've noticed it already three or four times. Is when you know when the Angels have go up against a lefty for whatever reason, Vegas has them uh, having a high team implied total. Yesterday was over five. It's been over five before, and they've disappointed every single time. So last year, I was just looking into it last year. Dead last average against lefties so far this year. Dead last average against lefties. They're they're not making contact with them. They're not getting on base. So keep keep in mind going forward. Mike Miner, lefty. You're right. Great call. Line star app all over it. And if you had him yesterday, you you had him at a low, very low ownership. He had seven strikeouts. He only gave up the three hits, as I mentioned. And you know, two of them were to Simmons. The other one was to Trout. Those are the only two guys that could hit lefties mm-hmm. in that lineup. So continue to attack when you see it. Maybe it's maybe you're not a huge DFS player. You like to gamble a little bit with bets. Jump on the opposing team because this is a team right now who is struggling. And it's a large enough sample size, like the Lawrence Star app gives, um, to have success. Now, look, I mean, and, and this, is the, this is the point I'm making. So in, you listen to the show, you take our knowledge, you take what's on the app in terms of the optimizer on there and all the tools they have. It, it's, it, there's just no way you can't be successful. I'm sorry. Like, if you're not successful in MLE DFS, then you're not using these tools that we're giving you because – it's out there for you. And it's hard because when, you know, baseball players fail 70% of the time, and those are the good ones, there's a lot of built-in failure. So how do you overcome that? And you overcome it with good data, good approaches, and really being able to break down the slate like we are doing, plus all the great data and stats that LineStar app gives you. So make sure you're going over to LineStar app and download that. And look, if, if you haven't yet, go, go do it, play around with it, and then go upgrade to the premium package. It really is. And, and I, I'm giving you, I'm not selling you on it. I'm giving you the facts. Mike yeah. Miner yesterday. Need I yeah. say more? Imagine if you had Mike Miner, how much money you could have possibly won. I wish I had it. I saw it. And the reason why I remember it, because I saw it, and I went, oh, I don't know if I could do that. Because <laughs> you know yeah, it's super risky. It's absolutely. It is. When it you really, go, but, but all those stats, oh, everything that you just pointed out to against how the Angels struggle against lefties, you know, it was all there for the taking and it was under the radar. It was the perfect. And that's what DFS is about, especially yeah. in the tournament play. That's what it's about. One more thing too. Uh, we, uh, we nailed the Colin McHugh, which was not hard, but again, if that yeah. was your pairing last night, Quintana and McHugh, you had a nice cost effective pairing on DK and you did pretty, pretty good. Unfortunately, neither one of our uh, home run call guys no. uh, went yard. Oh. Yours was better than mine. Unfortunately, nice fat over for Chris Bryant. Wake up, buddy. Yeah, no kidding. There's a couple more takeaways for me before we move on to today. One, again, Seattle, we're talking about, you know, a cold streak. They're right in the middle of it now. They've lost five in yes. a row. They've Back scored down to earth. four or fewer runs in four straight games. Uh, Shane Bieber was solid yesterday as well. So, you know, they do have a series coming up in L.A. where maybe they can get their bats hot again. And then Bregman. Uh, Bregman has just stood out to me on the FanDuel side as an absolute steal. This is somebody who went in the first round of drafts. He was involved in the MVP conversation last year. He's a terrific ball player. He's had some injuries. It's just kind of held him back a little bit. And he's just been so cheap on FanDuel. And he went yard yesterday, had a had four RBI. So uh, look for him yep, to get and going. And he's in my uh, FanDuel lineup again today. 3,800 on FanDuel today. He's listening real nicely with a lot of other talent that we like. Uh, the theme today is going to be 
ugly offense. Okay. I'm telling you right now, ugly offense in terms of not the names that you're excited about putting in your lineup. Okay. And you got to take that away and realize that today is about maximizing those spots because it's, it's not all lined up properly how you'd like to have things. So it's going to be some names where you're like, all right, well, it's, it's a lot of matchup based stuff. So just get ready. I've spent the last half hour or so just, you know, rechecking all of my work and everything, but I think, I think we're in a good place with it, but the theme's going to be ugly. All right. So let's start with the afternoon games. We've got Zach Wheeler and Arietta again, locking up in Philadelphia Mets versus Phillies. Then you've got Waka and Burns in Milwaukee Cardinals versus Brewers. You got Walker Bueller hosting the Reds and Sonny Gray. We'd like to see a good start from him. And then Keller Giolito uh, over in Chicago. So those are the one o'clock games. Now, depending on how you play, and one and two o'clock, I should say. So depending on how you play in terms of uh, getting these games out there and what slate you want to approach, we're going to take these first four and then we'll bring in the six o'clock games because we got the Yankees at six and the Mariners at six as well. So that, that weird six o'clock starts kind yeah. of moving things around slate wise. So you got to be real careful and, and pick this apart. How do you feel today about these early games, the ones and the, uh, the two and the three? I mean, the first two with the, with the Mets and the Phillies and the Cardinals and the, and the Brewers, I just see runs, runs, runs again. Both of these teams are on my uh, successful four-game parlay and over. I like runs again. I really do. Uh, Wheeler has struggled out of the gate with his command. Jake Arrieta has the third highest contact rate in baseball. You know, I'm really impressed with Jeff McNeil. I mean, this guy just finds a way to get on He's base. He's a professional hitter. You know who he reminds me of? I'll tell you. He reminds me of Matt Carpenter when Matt Carpenter first came up. Nice. People forget. People forget Matt Carpenter was kind of like a Wade Boggsy kind of hitter when he first came up. The power was not there. He was a 15 home run guy. And then he changed the swing and changed the approach. And then kind of like Daniel Murphy in the later part, all of a sudden added a lot more power to his game. Yeah. McNeil reminds me a ton of young Matt Carpenter when he first came up with the Cardinals. Man, he's hitting over 400. I was looking into the Mets because, as I mentioned, you know, I wanted a piece of that game with offense, and we're going to feel the same way today. And I was just looking at contact rates. He leads the Mets with an 82% contact rate. Like, he doesn't strike out. He hits the ball. He gets on base and projected to, you know, maybe lead off with Nimmo leaving yesterday's game. So, I mean, I could get behind Wheeler if there's no Segura and there's no Hoskins potential. There is potential there. But my favorite on the board is has got to be Walker Bueller. Um, at home is another guy who's really kind of struggled like some of these other aces but but Michael Walker has struggled with walks Burns has given up I think like nine home runs already this season yeah Giolito is finding a pitcher today it is that's the thing it's really tough you're gonna pay up for Bueller at 9.3 what are you gonna do with the bats well and that's the thing it's it's I think you have to maximize it's more the Jeff McNeil's in the lineup than it is the Bryce Harper's in the lineup you're gonna have to look to today yeah. And you're yeah. probably going to have to shy away and probably go with some of the lesser versions instead of having, uh, you know, Yelich and Kane in the lineup. You might have to go with the Moustakas and Shaw type thing. And Jesus Aguilar, by the way, continues to drop in that lineup. He's down to seventh now. Really, <laughs> really struggling. So, you know, it's, uh, it's not good. I don't, I don't even know if it's a good buy low at this point because I worry about the playing time because they're, uh, they're a team that's all in right now. But from the pitching standpoint, it's tough. I mean, would Brad Keller be kind of the in-between for you where you feel okay and try to go up for some of the bats? I may even be more riskier and just spend down on Giolito at 6-4. Oh. I, I know it's so uh, rough. It really know, is. You know what? Maybe he can. It's at home and it's against an offense that's not really powerful yeah. and frightening. Yeah, that, and that's the thing because I do feel like there's going to be some runs in those first two games. Um, you know, I just – 
Absolutely, I think, in that St. Louis and Milwaukee game. And I know some of those bats are, are expensive. And you're right, Aguilar down to seven, struggling. Shaw struggling down to six. Those are guys I may just have to take a shot on today. Yadier Molina at the catcher spot at 35. Those are just some value guys that I think I'll, I'll you know, I'll have to get in. A.J. Pollock in the in the five spot at 3-7 against Sonny Gray. Like, I'm going to have to take those discounts on that on those early games and, and go that way. Giolito doesn't obviously jump out on the page I and mean, he's, he's he hasn't been great but he has had some performances over the past 15 starts where maybe he'll return value at 6-4 but I, I think you know if you're playing on the Fandle side you spend up on Bueller and you find a way to to figure it out with some of these well you spend up on Bueller and then you go the cheaper guys in the offense again you you, you you take a look at if you know if Bellinger's out of the lineup who's the replacement there if uh you know AJ Pollock, another guy too, or you know, cheaper than say Jock Peterson, who's five point one right now. You know, maybe yeah. you go that route, and you just try to get pieces of the offense, the less expensive pieces, and hope that you're able to make that work. But I'm with you. I, I think that that it's hard not to see some offense coming through. I'll tell you what, for me, it's actually I'm going to go the Zach Wheeler route today, which I know sounds you know a little night because and you're right, there's going to be some offense in that game. But I'm looking to see if Wheeler can pitch through that and get the W. And, you know, maybe he gives up three runs and six innings and maybe get the quality starter. Maybe it's four, but he somehow gets the W or he pitches long enough in that game. And for 7.6, I feel like I'm willing to take that route then go yeah. all the way down to Giolito because there's so much risk there. So I think that's, that's the pitcher I'm most comfortable with on the day slate. But And you know what? He has the second highest ceiling on the board. And you're right about the discount. I mean, 7-6. It's a $2,000 difference between him and Bueller. So I'll take that and I'll I'll hope for the best. But Probably going to be contrarian as well. One thing about Giolito, looking at at the game log, he's already faced Kansas City this year. Now, his last two starts, this is the thing with Giolito. So his last two starts, giving up a total of 12 hits, nine runs, eight walks. (laughs) Like, that's just brutal. But his first start of the year came in Kansas City. I mean, he went 6.2. He had eight strikeouts, one walk, just allowed three hits and two runs. Like, he has the ability to maybe beat up on a so, so here you go so you got you got bueller in the in the safe cash game and you just yeah. try to whatever you're playing double ups with him <laughs> you're gonna play yeah. you're gonna play uh tournaments with wheeler and yeah. uh, giolito and yeah. and just go for it and yeah. see what happens I, i'm fine with that yeah we'll risk it. all right let's move on here yankees red Sox. i feel like they start these games at 6 30 because they know they're gonna take four and a half hours to play most times <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you notice they're included on the main slate on fa- on the FanDuel side. Yeah, I know these games are in the main slate, but they're not on DK. So keep that in mind. Yeah, and, it's really weird. Uh, yeah, well, look, uh, the Yankees continue to lose players. I think most Yankee fans probably just roll their eyes when Greg Bird went on the injured list. Oh, like, okay, man. what else is new? Uh, I but, rolled my eyes, and I'm not a Yankees fan. <laughs> uh, but look, I mean, it's it's a it's a lineup that's certainly you know Michael Ford is in the lineup today. Okay, so I mean. <laughs> Giovanni Urshela is in the lineup today. Austin Romine is in the lineup today. Everybody's favorite Clint Frazier. Why is Frazier 4 4? Because he had a couple home runs. Like, yes. First came up. I don't he's, even get that price. 4 4. I don't get that price either. But all you need to know about the Yankees right now is that Glaber Torres is hitting cleanup and DJ LeMayhew is hitting five. Oh, it's so bad. DJ LeMayhew is hitting in the five hole. Okay. So I want to start with this already. If you have this game on FanDuel in the main slate, I am all about JD Martinez today. I'm all about him. I know it's expensive. He's facing the lefty and happy. He's at home. Give me all the J.D. Martinez. Now, the rest of this lineup is, you know, still work in progress, obviously, after last night. But give me J.D. in this matchup. It's a one-off where, uh, you know, what's McCall my shot. If I'm calling my shot today, he's my guy to go yard. It's J.D. Martinez. So I'm going to go and start right off the bat. That's my guy to go yard today. It's J.D. Nice. Uh, 
anything else in this game before we move on? Because uh, I don't to do with these pitchers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, usually Steve Pierce is interesting when he gets into the lineup against a left. That's a good one, too. Um, yeah. You know, he, he's, he's got a Only little bit more value. So that's pretty decent. Yeah, and he 2 4 on FanDuel. So, again, if you're playing over there, it's, it's, oh. a, it's a free square for, for that is That's unbelievable. Yeah, I know every time he gets in the lineup, especially DraftKings, is, they seem to be all over it this year. But for me, I, I've noticed a lot of value on FanDuel and uh, platoon guys, especially. So, Pierce gets in the lineup, and when he plays, that's his spot, three spots. So he's right in between Betts and, and JD at two four. I like the Red Sox on the money line. I mean, I'm going to take them anytime I see them at, at plus money. So they're plus one hundred two. I'll take a ch- I'll take a chance here on the Red Sox offense getting to happen. Yeah, I mean, no thanks in the pitchers. They're no, both really struggling. Nope, nope, no thank you, no thank you. And I wish the offenses were interesting enough to get involved in, but I I'm like right now it's like, you know, look, there's opportunity there, but. Right now, Pierce, great call by you, and you want to put Pierce and JD together, that's fine. I mean, you could probably even get Xander in there, too. I don't think you get Mookie and JD. I think that's getting greedy, and it's going to be real tough. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Carrasco facing Eric Swanson. Now, Carrasco is going to be highly owned tonight against Eric Swanson. I just just got that feeling. I know the last start wasn't perfect, but you look for a W here. He's probably the safest guy on the board. The ownership's going to be super high. Uh, as you can see, the Jose Ramirez discount is gone. So, it's gone. We had it there for a couple of days. We rode the we rode the wave. It's done. It's over. Yeah. He was down to what, like thirty one hundred at one point. Oh, run Fanduel, I think it yeah. was, and now uh, that price is all the way up to three point six. So it's it's climbing. A uh, cargo, however, is still two point seven, and he was Against a righty. Here we go. And it was a decent night from last night. And this guy, Eric Swanson, you're bringing up some quad A guy. Yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling there. You want to talk about your responsible lineup builder of the day? Yeah. This is one of them. You're gonna need a couple of them. This is one of them for me. Uh, that's that's where I'm going. Cargo's in there for me, and I want to give credit to our boy Lucas too because uh, he's been talking about Simmons being one of them also, and I think he's that guy too. You can make a case for today. But let's start with this Indians game, Chris. When you're looking at Carrasco too, how excited are you about this matchup, or do you fear the ownership being so high that if it goes awry, everything kind of goes to crap? Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly does depend on what kind of slate. Obviously, like we already talked about, if you're playing the DraftKings main slate, you don't, you're not going to get a piece of this. But if you're on the FanDuel side, you're, you're right. He probably is, you know, the safest pitcher on the board. I, I may just, I may just fade him. I, I know that Shane Bieber was good against Seattle yesterday, and and uh, Bauer the day before that. I mean, he's fine. He's he's a decent cash. Are you saying he's the trap? Yeah, he maybe because he hasn't been good. And we just talked off the top about all these stud pitchers that we're spending up for have been very disappointing. So I think I'm just going to continue to go that route and, and spend down <laughs> and find some totals. value in the mid-tier. Here's the point those for Carrasco. You ready, Chris? Seven, 51 minus 13 on Fandle. <laughs> so I'm with you. I think it's the trap tonight. I'm fading away. It looks too pretty. I don't want it. And you already know where I'm going. You you can sense it. You yeah, feel it. Sure. We and know where my money's been the last two nights, and it's going to be there again. But yeah, I hear stay with us, kids. We're going to get there. So uh, Trevor Williams takes on Spencer Turnbull. Uh, Williams 8.4, Turnbull 8.2. Basically, you got to flip the coin here. I do like Josh Bell in this one. Uh, this is, goes with the ugly offense. Josh Bell is somebody I think tonight he's in a good spot here. He's uh, been swinging a good bat the last week or so. Um, not – enormous power from him but he's making a lot of contact and to me that's something to look for uh what are your takeaways uh, from this contest here that you got your eye on chris 
Yeah, my boy Turnbull is his struggle with his command, and uh, he has the potential to give up some home runs. So I like the Josh Bell call. And Young Ho Kang, I went deep as well uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. So, I mean, I don't mind him in that five spot. He, he's much better against righties. He's 2-2 on Fanduel. So if you're looking for, like, a punt play at third or just a tournament option, uh, I'd have him in a couple lineups. Melky Cabrera is the other guy for me at 2,500 on Fanduel today that I've gotten a lot of lineups. Again, responsible offense, a uh, guy that's been – Putting the ball in play. I mean, look, you look at what, like you said, Turnbull struggled a little bit with the control. Melky is a professional hitter. Yeah. I like him more from the left side anyway. And I, I think there's there's enough there to get excited about with Melky. I think uh, at that price, at least, it's another lineup builder kind of guy. Sneaky and, little maybe underrated offense, Pete, to, or uh, Joe uh, to attack. Called you Pete. I yeah, know I don't, I don't uh, know why. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Italian. The he Pete. just called me like, hey, Bowie. <laughs> I was looking at the P and yeah, and it got excited. Hey, Angelo, how itself. you doing, man? What's going on? <laughs> I know all of us Italians um, run together. <laughs> but I mean, 4.4 right now, team implied total. That's, um, you know, looking at these every day with you. I mean, that's one of the highest Pittsburgh ones I've seen really, because we usually kind of, you know, crap on their offense a bit. So that's why that some of these bats are, are pretty cheap. So, so maybe you run through a, a two through five or you get Melky in there. Maybe you, you go Marte, Bell, Kang and, and Cabrera. I think it could be an actual an underrated stack to attack, and that will allow you to spend up, I guess, on some of these arms. Okay, so let's go to the next one here because if yesterday it was Mike Miner, today the Lions are app really likes Jeremy Hellickson, and I understand why. I can this back is, it. I can it's back not it. a great offense here with San Fran. You got some Arja coming in here uh, who's pitched pretty well so far this year, uh, and you got some Arja and Hellickson. It's in Washington I, I mean, I understand it. I mean, I, 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 you know, Hellickson's not the kind of guy you're looking for for a 10 strikeout night, but if you're looking for an efficient, decent start, it's hard to argue that there isn't that opportunity there for him. So I'm curious, why do you like it so much? Yeah, I, you know, I've seen some decent stuff from him. You know, he's changed his game up a little bit from, from last year. I noticed, you know, the home runs have always really been an issue with him for sure, but, um, and some of the walks, but, uh, I noticed towards the end of last season, he went on, you know, a heck of a run. I'm actually looking at the game log right now. I mean, it was eight of nine where he allowed two or fewer runs. He had one blow up outing against Miami, go figure. But everything other than that, like his 19 starts, 18 of his 19 starts, he allowed three runs or fewer. And only four times he allowed three runs so he's actually been pretty underrated you're right he's not going to get you a ton of strikeouts he's he's philadelphia twice already this year one was a start in his most recent one six scoreless he only gave up three hits and it was six strikeouts in philly again the walks four walks these this can be an issue we're looking at a giants team who ranks either 29th or 30th in run scored average on base percentage home run. So this is a really good spot for him at home, not only to maybe get some offense behind him, get a W, but um, you know, maybe just return value at seven one. Yeah. I, I, I can get behind that. And as a secondary pitcher on DraftKings tonight, I love it. I, I think this is a great opportunity here for him. Um, you know, you're looking for 15 points and I think he can get you around there. Uh, and the line star app has him. Uh, let me see what the price is here for him. So, Oh, the number one is my favorite pitcher of the night, but they have him at 14.96. That's a yeah. projected total for him, uh, which is terrific. And, you know, what I love, too, is they give you that thing where here's what we projected, here's what they actually got in the last five starts, and they're all right there. They're basically within three points of Jeremy Hellickson every time. They're all over it. So and how, could you, how could you go away from it today? And the one time they weren't, 
the one time they weren't, he was at 25 points. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. So the one time they were wrong, he was way better than they thought he was going to be. So, yeah. Uh, just, just putting that out there <laughs> again. What are you doing? Go get the Line Star app and listen to the pod. Go win some money and play some fantasy. Especially, you know, there's a lot of teams already dealing with awful injuries in season long that you're just miserable. And you know some of those investments you're not getting back. Start to plug away here. Get some money oh, and some cash sure. games and get on board with us and let's go do it. Subscribe to the podcast and let's go. Let's uh, go. Duggar's the one guy in this game today that I can get behind because of the cheap cost, especially on the FanDuel side. Super cheap there as well. Leading off there, lefty-righty matchup. So other than that, offensively in this one look you know i I think helixon's the guy i like offensively i'm just kind of shying away from it generally i'm not going crazy if you want to go up to the board i mean looking at this one rendon's the guy to go up for but i think there's some other guys if you're going to go in the 5k range like jd even chris davis is super expensive altuve is expensive tonight those are guys i think i feel a little bit better about overall all right let's go to the next one here it's david has taken on ryan stanick in Tampa, the roof's going to be closed for this one. Uh, I've got Villar in this game uh, because, I, I, again, top of the lineup, I think opportunity for him to get on base. Uh, he is 4,400 on the DraftKings side. On the FanDuel side, he's, he's cheaper. He's just 3,900. So if you're not going to go to the top for Altuve tonight, I think he's a nice little pivot from that. Uh, looking at the rest of this lineup, too, I know your boy Tommy Pham was somebody you were on last night. Uh, look, it, it's the Razor in first place. I know the Blake Snell news is not good. Choi is another one of these guys matchup-wise, and Line Star App says it too. I mean, he's their favorite return on investment because he's so cheap tonight, and the matchup plays against Hess. And look, I, I can't say no because Choi's been a guy who just keeps putting the ball in play. He gets a hit every night and just kind of, you know, it's not a great giant-like source of points, but it's not going to be a goose egg either. I love the Rays. I mean, the stack didn't work out the way I wanted to yesterday. I did have Avicel Garcia in my lineup, a, a fly ball p- a hitter against a fly ball pitcher yesterday in Dylan Bundy. But I ham- both these, and I'm going to hammer him again today, and we'll get to the next game, is, is Tampa Bay at home. And if you don't like the odds, minus 244, have some confidence and pick them by two if, if you want. And that's what I did yesterday, increase my odds. And, and going up against another fly ball pitcher, so far it's been bad news for David Hess. This guy's got an 82% contact rate. And a 61% fly ball rate. That's going to normalize a little bit, but for his career, it's at 49%. So I'm looking at Austin Meadows, who leads the team in Woba yep. against right-handed pitchers. And Love that one. That fly ball rate. It's expensive, though. But it you, is you know, expensive. Get Garcia in there. Choi's a great call. Um, Diaz at four. I mean, I really do like this stack, and I'm going to go with Fam. I'm going to go back to him. This is the night he's going to hit the home run. So Tommy Fam, he's, oh. he's, not, he's not cheap. He's not as cheap as I'd like him to be. No. Um, but I'm, I'm fine with it on the FanDuel side, 39. Choi may go yard two. I, I really want a piece of this Tampa offense, whether it's two through four or maybe, you know, three through six. Uh, I got to get a piece of it. All right. Cole Hamels Giddy up. against Sandy Alcantara. There you go. So. We did it with you, Darvish. We did it with our boy, Jose Quintana. And I'm doing it again, Chris. I just, I can't stop myself. It's just, I want to do it so bad. Yeah, you got it. You got it. So Cole Hamels again, man. Give me all the Cole Hamels today. 9.4 on DraftKings. So be it. Uh, That's why I really like the Helixon call uh, from the app because Helix, I always like to be around that 16 combined salary. 1,600, I always feel like that's good. Like yesterday, Quintana and McHugh were right around that. Right, line. perfect. And Hamels and Hellickson are right around that combined too, 16-5 tonight between the two of them. If you're in that 16-17 to 17 range where you're pitching and it's responsible, I think that you're setting yourself up for massive success in DFS on the DraftKings side because 
that right there is a great return on investment in terms of what you want to spend on pitching, how much points potentially you can get back there. Because if you spend high on the number one guy and then low on somebody else and it bombs out, you're in trouble. You know, you basically just marginalize all the good work. Uh, any offense you want in this one on the Cubs side, I'm a little, maybe I'm scorned because Zobrist was not good yesterday. Bryant was not good yesterday. So I'm a little irritated. Got to go back to him. You got to go yeah. back to him. You do. I know. I know. I think, and I, and I, Joe, a lot of people are thinking the same way you are. I know. You're you know, right. I'm one, of them. I'm one of them as well. I mean, it's been really bad for both of these guys. Getting a lot of questions about Chris Bryant from a season-long standpoint is, is somebody who struggled last year with some injuries, waiting for him to come around. And the price hasn't changed on DraftKings, which makes it so hard. But again, like a broken record here going back to FanDuel, I think people should invest in FanDuel. Put some money in the FanDuel account because there's some value. Both of those guys now under 4K. Brian is 3-8, Rizzo's 3-9. I'm telling you, you know it. People know it. Too. It's only a matter of time. Alcantara is, is, yeah, he's got some upside to pitch a jam and some strikeouts, but the walks have been a big-time concern with a lot of young pitchers. I've seen it this year. I've already seen it with him. So uh, go back to it, man. Go back to the well. Cubs yeah, Christian Walker, by the way, yesterday, another home run against Lefty. Another home run. Good call. Good call. So I, I love this uh, matchup here. Kevin Gossman taking on Godley. Gossman's another one of these mid-range pitchers I feel really comfortable with in cash games. If you don't want to spend up on Hamels, I feel good about saving a little bit with Gossman. Not much on the FanDuel side you're going to save, a little bit more on DK. But this is my favorite stack of the night. It's Donaldson, Freeman, Acuna. It, give me that 2-3-4 against Zach Godley. Zach Godley is, is very hittable. I think this is a great opportunity. They score a ton of runs here in Atlanta. I, I really – I love this trio tonight. I know Donaldson hasn't been great, but – He's I'm coming ready. around. It's coming around. And I'll tell you what, too. I mean, you know, looking at it, if, if Enciarte also gets flip-flopped to the top of the order tonight, depending on how that works, that's another one, too, that I would be all over. Trent Thornton and Odorizzi. Uh, this one's a little bit in question. Uh, looks like it's potentially a rain out, too. So, I don't want to get too far in the weeds with this one because I don't know if they're going to play. But uh, – Honestly, there's not too much I'm excited about anyway on these matchups. How about you? Yeah, no, nothing. And uh, the line so it's rain the line, and they're not excited. So there you right. go. Right. Part of the app is, is it'll take care of the weather too. I mean, it's saying a 70% chance um, that there's going to be a postponement here. So, I mean, yeah, yeah maybe this is just a, a game that you really just kind of stay clear of. Okay. Now, do you buy the righty Lance Lynn against Matt Harvey and the Angels tonight? I know we talked about the lefties, but. Is it right now the Angels offense just collectively struggling and Trout not 100% where maybe you can get away with Lance Lynn at 7'5"? You, you may be able to. Um, I, I can get behind it because he's 7'5", and he's going up against Matt Harvey, like you just said. And Multi-entry it, only for me, Chris. Yeah, it is. It's, if you're playing just one or two lineups, no, you don't go that way. But, yeah, if you're playing you know, 10, to, 10 to 12, I would have maybe one or two Maybe just one with Lance Lynn because, like, like you said, and we talked about off the top. There's, there's definitely some struggles here, um, you know, with Lance Lynn or with the Angels rather. But I mean, this is the second time this this year he's going to, um, or for Matt Harvey rather, he's going to face the Rangers. And listen, I mean, it couldn't have gone worse in his in his first start. He went four innings. He gave up ten hits, eight runs. He walked two, two bombs. He he just got hit hard and that's what's going to happen again in texas 5.6 team implied total i got all over these ranger bats i know they're expensive but chew up up at the top 
we mentioned, I mentioned this yesterday, Joey Gallo. I said, I think he has a home run in every game against the angels. He does. And he went yard again yesterday against them. He's wow. five and five games. against. And Matt them. Harvey's a perfect guy to continue <laughs> that streak. It, uh, yeah. Last- it's not even that it's that the bullpen comes in, in in like four or five innings. Right. And they're yeah, being, they're right. being giving up home runs. It's true. It's a good point. Uh, last one on the slate, the 10 07 on the East coast time. You got uh, Wade Miley versus Frankie Montas. Um, in this one, give me Altuve and Bregman in the middle of that order there. Um, it's, it's a no-brainer. Bregman at 4.1 is a huge discount that we mentioned before on the FanDuel side. He's even cheaper. He's 3.8. So uh, he's very, very cost-effective there. So give me all of that against Montas. And on the other side, Chris Davis is expensive, but worth it, I think, because uh, I just think, you know, I, I don't have any confidence in Wade Miley. I never have. He's always been a very hittable kind of pitcher. So for yeah. me, um, I'm, I'm involved. I think there's going to be some runs scored in this one. This one, to me, reeks of like 8-6 at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, like and I got it down on my sheet, over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over indeed. Speaking of which, give me your, uh, your favorite betting lines of the night, Chris. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to hammer the Cubs. We've been all over them for a couple of days. Uh, let's continue to go down that way with, with Chicago. I like the Braves at home. I think that's a solid call by you. People are out on Kevin Gossman. I think you and I are, are Kevin Gossman supporters. Um, I get behind that. And I, I do like the over, as much as we were talking about Lance Lynn, potential sneaky W, I like the over in that Texas NLA game. And then to wrap it up, I, I think that the Red Sox on the road, anytime that you can get the Red Sox a plus money, um, I, I, I think this is a good opportunity for them against Jay Happ. All right, I'm calling my shot with J.D. Martinez. Who you got tonight? Who would you call yeah, your I'll, shot? I'll, I'll go with Fam. I'll go with Tommy Fam. All right. Um, I think that, you know, you could pick two or three different rays in that lineup. But I'll, I mean, I'll at this point, Fam. we should all just pitch Yelich <laughs> yeah. every we time. We should all pick Yelich every time, Acuna every time. I well, mean, Acuna yeah. was my other one. Look, yeah. I, if you want the bonus one, it was Acuna, Acuna, Acuna. And then I was looking more at the Hap thing. I was like, man, this has got to be a J.D. home run in there today against Hap. It just has to be. Yeah, Somewhere in there it has to be. Sense. So uh, make sure, again, you're downloading the Lion Star app and using along with the podcast, and you're subscribing to the show anywhere you listen to pods. We are there. And if you're just listening for the first time, welcome. You're a little late to the party, but uh, it's been fun. And, you know, join in. Grab a cocktail. So uh, anyway, you can follow us on the Twitter machine, at Lion Star app, at Joe Pizzapia17, and at Chris Meany. Uh, and uh, really, there's nothing left to do except leave this on-deck circle. Head into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meaney.